This week's Last Week on Earth is brought to you by Audible.com. Alec Baldwin booted from the sky. U.S. spy plane crashes in Iran. Obama's got Bieber fever. Jennifer Aniston, sexiest woman ever. Rick Perry likes praying more than gay people. Lindsay Lohan, nude and cashless. Charlie Sheen pulls a wiener. Russian president's dirty Twitter feed. What kangaroos on heroin feel like. And our guest, Andy Dick. All this and more during the... Last Week on Earth. We will not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my god, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. Did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. Thank you for tuning in. This is the third episode ever of Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe. I'm Ben Glebe. I already told you the title, so I don't need to repeat that anymore. Uh, I hope you've had a good last week. It's been a very, very busy one. Um, Our show today is brought to you by anger. It's a similar emotion to crying, only you see instant results. If you cry, people can ignore you, but if you yell at someone... Man, now you got their attention. And you end up looking macho, anger. It's more productive than crying. And we actually have a real sponsor this week. I'm happy and proud and excited to introduce Audible.com is sponsoring our show. Um, if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash last week, you will get a free book to download and a free 14-day trial. More on that later in the show. Um, this has been a very... Interesting week. Uh, a lot went on. Personally, for me, it was very exciting. So let me start with a personal story. Um, I went to the Jay-Z, Kanye West, watched the Throne concert the other night at Staples Center. Got amazing seats I got hooked up with. It was pretty exciting. I um, was sitting very close to the stage. And uh, Jay-Z is my favorite rapper. He's been my favorite rapper for a very long time. And it was very exciting to be that close to him. Uh, at two points in the concert, he literally rapped to me. He looked me right in the eye and rapped a couple lines to me. And I'm telling you, it was a strange moment. Part of me felt like a child whose like hero was, was rapping at him. Part of me, even though I'm the straightest man in the world, felt very gay at that moment. If he was like, come on up here on stage right now and have sex with me, I would probably be like, all right, let me, let me just stretch real quick and get ready. Uh, for the Hove, because, uh, it was a lot of people there. You don't want to make him look foolish. So, you know, you, you, you do what you can to please the crowd. Plus he's, you know, he's had a gangster pass, so you don't want to cross him, you know? Seven shots couldn't take me. Thank God for that. That's a line for one of his songs. You probably know that. And, um, Kanye was great during the concert too. At one point in the concert, um, during, um, the song, All of the Lights, 
the crowd wasn't as into it as he wanted them to. He said, cut the music, cut the music, cut the music. And uh, he said, look, I want you all singing this line. I know the N-word is in this next line, but you all have a permission pass one time. It was the line that goes, MJ gone, our N-word dead. And he's like, you all can say it one time. And I was nervous because, you know, there were black people sitting around me, and I don't want to cause any problems. I don't want to be rude. But yet, if anybody can give you permission, I'm sure Jay-Z and Kanye are like the two that could authorize, like probably Obama could authorize it more because he's the president probably pass a decree like a one-time like n-word holiday or something but um jay-z and Kanye are probably second best so i decided let's do it and i did it you know and uh everybody seemed happy with it because it was came from such a love you know so so we did i mean i i you know i did it i didn't it wasn't top of my lungs or anything i was kind of sheepish about it um but still it was you know it felt good that we could all kind of connect the races um in that way and uh you know, share a word that's been used to malign people for a great entertaining song. So that came full circle in a nice way, I think, for race relations in this country. I think it's in some ways the realization of Martin Luther King's dream is to have us all able to even use derogatory terms around each other in positive ways. Then you take the negative out of the word. You know, you can call me dirty words about Jewish people as long as it's like friendly. Don't say it when you're like, angry like look at that guy counting all the money in his wallet that dirty jew don't say that you know because i don't have a lot of money in my wallet i'm broke as hell so i wouldn't even be accurate you know not all stereotypes are true you know i'm broke just just one example i'm not dirty either it's because i don't shower much doesn't mean i'm dirty my sweat cleanses me okay that's not it's not true for everybody then the concert ended and i got to go backstage i was given my friend hooked me up with the backstage pass i go backstage and um I got to meet Jay-Z. I got to meet him. He comes into the post-party green room. We were hanging out, and uh, he walks right by me as he enters the room, and it was a meaningful interaction. Um, I tap him on the shoulder, and I go, I go, that was an amazing concert. And he goes, thanks a lot, man. Like I think he might have said, it sounds so soulful. Don't you agree? He might have said that. I don't know. I think he might have at one point said, I could have been anywhere in the world, but I'm here being complimented by Ben Glebe. I don't, he probably didn't, he, I don't think he said that. He just said like, thanks, man, and kept walking. But the post party was good. Delicious chicken wings back there. And, um, that's not racist to say that because they had wings backstage. They just had delicious wings. It's not racist to say compliments. Okay. It is not, I've talked about this before, but it's not racist to give people compliments. Chicken is delicious. Saying people enjoy chicken. That's just bringing us all together. So I'm glad we covered that. Um, my guest today on Last Week on Earth is the hilarious, brilliant, infamous, notorious comedian Andy Dick. Um, he'll be joining me a little bit later. We will do a little talking. And then A. Dick will join me for even more news. I'm going to be calling that segment where I talk with the guests now even more news. Can I even do that with a little echo? We're going to be calling, he's going to be joining me for a segment we call even more news. Oh, that felt amazing. Our technology is stepping up. I feel like a young boy in a field, like a technological sound field. That's how I feel as a young boy, or as I did before. Um, and then we'll do a thunder round because you cannot see, you cannot hear lightning. Rather, this is an audio. So we're going to do a thunder round. It's innovative. Then we'll take Twitter questions. And then that'll be it until last week, next week. But before we get into all that happened during the last week, I want to get a few quick comments from Twitter about last week's last week on Earth. Um, someone on Twitter named RevT23 
um, in response to my story covering Britney Spears turning 30 and saying she ruined the innocence for our whole country, and a very interesting observation said, so Britney Spears finished the work that the Kennedy assassination started? Yes. Very good point. Um, Kennedy assassination was the day the music died. We know that from the song, American Pie. And um, from that day on forward, we started fucking pies in the movie American Pie. And then Britney Spears made young girls sexualized creatures. So, you know, yeah, I think that's a good way to say it. From Kennedy to Britney Spears, we have no innocence left. Um, you can leave me questions or comments at Ben Glebe. And if they are something, I will read them on air like I just did now for that other person who is not you. Uh, and now for the last week on Earth. A lot happened. Huge week. Here's a little story to begin with. The economy of all of Europe is collapsing. How's that for a title? Um, the economy of, of a lot of the Eurozone is crumbling. A lot of countries started in Greece in 2009, spread to Portugal, Ireland, Italy, and Spain, and now even threatens France and economic powerhouse Germany. A lot of people are looking to Germany to help solve this thing, looking for them to create peace in this whole economic crisis. When you're looking to Germany to create peace, I'm just saying historically that it's not, you know, you're kind of at a last option at that point because they're not the chillest country in the world. Um, and, um, Nicolas Sarkozy, the president of France, warned that the risk of an Eurozone explosion was very real. Um, I think he probably said, an explosion risk is very real and I am very pompous and my name is Sarkozy. I'm married to a very hot model actress. Carla Bruni, who did not take my name, which is fucked up, I'll be honest with you. Uh, that wasn't an exact quote, but that's approximate of what he was talking about. And um, U.S. Treasury Secretary Timothy Geithner pressed Europe uh, for decisive action to tackle the crisis. Really? That's not the pot calling the kettle black there? We're pressuring them to be decisive with their debt crisis? We went down to the wire, lost our credit rating of AAA, and now we're like, but you guys really should get your shit in order. I know you're, you're 16 countries, we're only one, but you guys are really embarrassing us, even though we are embarrassing to ourselves. Um, Barack Obama spoke to German Chancellor Angela Merkel, tried to encourage her to do the same thing. I think the conversation was something like this. He went, oh, Angela, we need to make sure that the economy of the world does not crumble. And she went, I understand what you are saying, President Obama, but at the same time, it's very complex, this Eurozone. You have one country, one currency. We have 17 countries with one currency. It's very complex. But it looks like maybe they are getting through because on Friday a historic agreement was reached to draft a new treaty for deeper economic integration in the Eurozone. But Britain, the region's third largest economy, refused to join the other 26 countries in the Union and the other 16 countries. Well, they're not even on the Euro, so they have the ability to do rogue things. But 27 countries are in the European Union and support the treaties that apply to the euro and britain said nope we're not going to renegotiate the treaty um i believe british uh president david cameron said i'm sorry angela merkel but i'm not interested i'd rather do my own thing we're here on an island i'd rather do my own thing have some tea and be a dick and let the world economy crumble because i don't care i'm i'm great britain how does the country put the word great in their own name who uses an adjective complimenting themselves in the name of their own country you can tell they're arrogant dicks, kind of. You know, not all. I don't want to speak for all British people, but just some kind of have that arrogant dick vibe. Um, but um, 
Angela Merkel did say, and this is, a, this is an exact quote, this is a breakthrough to a union of stability. We will use the crisis as a chance for a new beginning. Beginning? Why would you even say the word that way? Um, once David Cameron said he for sure was not in, it took only 26 minutes for the other countries to agree that they would push ahead with an intergovernmental treaty. So Britain's on the outs right now. And that's um, all you need to know about the world economy crumbling. Still, even if it does crumble, if Europe's economy crumbles, it'll be an even better place to go backpacking. The great prices at hostels. Uh, speaking of hostels, a lot of hostility this week between Alec Baldwin and American Airlines. Big story. Alec Baldwin, he's famous, he's an actor, he should have special rules and privileges. Um, he was playing words with friends, and the door closed on the plane, and the store just said, Mr. Baldwin, please turn your phone off. He's like, no, I'm Alec Baldwin. I will keep playing words with friends, with my friends who know words. And she was like, this is unacceptable, you're breaking FAA regulations. And he's like, I've been board certified in cardiothoracic medicine and trauma surgery, and I'm never sick at sea. You ask me if I have a God complex? I am God. Might have been what he said in the movie Malice, starring Nicole Kidman. But the sentiment and the vibe was the same. You know, he's a bit of a baby, isn't he, Baldwin? They made me turn off my game. I don't want to turn off my game. I'm Alec Baldwin. Mommy and the mean flight attendant making me turn off my game. They're not doing it to be bitches, Baldwin. It's the rule. If you hate the rule, petition the airline. Don't be a dick to the employees and then the whole airline. Now, I'm not saying that I don't hide my phone from the stewardess's view until way after they tell me to turn it off and keep doing shit on it till we're about to take off in the air. But if they catch me, I don't fight them on it. I'm busted. Have a little shame, Baldwin. Don't become like the other Baldwin brothers. Be classy. Once I did, though, get into it with a stewardess, um, she was crazy rude and yelled at me because she said, turn off the phone. I'm like, yes, I'm turning off my phone. You see it says processing. Please wait. She's like, turn off your phone. I'm like, bitch. I didn't say bitch. I'm like, ma'am, please. I can't. It's doing its thing. I hate when people yell at you for shit you can't control. You know? They get real angry about shit you cannot help. That's a sign of craziness. craziness. Although, in fairness, we all do it a little. You know? We've all had this experience. We're talking on somebody on the cell phone. Our service disappears. We get pissed at the person we're talking to. Like, they're wanting it to get broken up. I said I'm stopping at the market. I'm stopping at the market. Fuck, I'm stopping at the market. I'm sure they want to know we're stopping at the market. They're not trying to not know that. So we've all had that problem. But the point is, whenever avoidable, don't be a dick, Alec. Don't be a smart Alec Baldwin. Don't be a smart Alec Baldwin with your words with friends, all right? Making it national news. U.S. spy drone downed in Iran. That's a fucked up story. If you missed it this week, um, the U.S. spy drone, the RQ-170, a secret stealth aircraft we have with our best technology for spying, our best sonar evasive, radar evasive equipment on it, best technology to spy in audio and video on the country from far, far in the, in the sky, crashed in Iran. Iran. Iran? How the hell you say it? It doesn't matter, really. Um, at first, we said – we tried to cover it up. First, we said CIA operators were operating it. When it veered out of control and fell deep into Iran. We were like, no, we were just flying it around Syria and shit. Flying it around Iraq. And then, oops, left turn. Shit gets out of control. Falls deep into the country we obviously are wanting to spy on. 
We were not able to pull that bullshit off. So the next day we admitted, okay, fine. It was a CIA mission that has spied on Iran for years. Um, and the news said it now may be a, I'm quoting, intelligence bonanza for Iran. A bonanza. I don't even know exactly what a bonanza is. But, you know, I'm pretty sure it is like a shitload mixed with a party. Like a bonanza. It's a shitload of information, but like, very, that's the bonanza theme, I think. Um, the only silver lining is apparently Iran doesn't have the technology or smart enough scientists, I guess, to reverse engineer the stuff that they found from us. And they probably won't be able to figure out how to make that shit themselves. Um, I'm sure a lot of scientists got that plane. They all gathered around and they were kind of like, you know, all the, all the Persian scientists were like, bro, we have a fucking, uh, spy airplane from, uh, the United States that just crashed in our, uh, in our country here. It's great technology. But fuck, bro, I don't, don't know what to do, bro. I, 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 I can't fucking make, uh, heads or tails of this, bro. I can't make heads or tails of this great plane, bro. We could maybe, uh, put it in, in the museum and, uh, pretend, you know, but it's difficult, bro. It's very difficult, bro. That's what their scientists sound like. Um, but the silver lining was quickly snapped because the news is saying that the Iranians will likely just give the drone to China. And the Chinese are super fucking smart. Just look at any math class. Very smart people, the Chinese. Just look at the opening ceremonies of the Beijing Olympics. People look like robots, act like robots, work in perfect unison just for an opening ceremonies. So they're trying to reverse engineer technology to spy on people? Yeah, it's probably going to happen. What was Barack Obama's plan to uh, try to fix his problem? Just ask for the drone back. Baby drone, you lose my number. It's a Millie Vanilli reference, guys. He just asked for it back. He just said, pretty please, Ahmadinejad, sugar on top, give us back our spy plane. He literally just said, we want it back, we asked for it back, we'll see how the Iranians respond. Um, and... Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad said uh, <laughs> he suggested they will not be giving it back. He, he, he was quoted as saying, the Americans have perhaps decided to give us the spy plane. We now have control of this plane. So it sounds like he's saying, fuck you. So, you know, they have our plane now and our technology and probably a lot of information we've gathered. And Obama's probably sitting there, Yogi Bear style, being like, what do we do? Maybe we can slide down there. And try to get our plane back. What do you think, Boo Boo? And Boo Boo Biden's like, ah, I don't know. What do we do? I don't really have a Biden impression. He's like, but Obama. I don't know. I don't do a Biden, guys. You can't do every voice in the world. You know, I hone certain world leaders, not all of them. Um, and es uh, tensions escalated even further with China this week because Chinese President Hu Jintao on Tuesday. Um, urged the Navy to prepare for military combat. That's the truth. Um, amid growing regional tensions, um, amid growing regional tensions in the area, uh, over maritime disputes and the U.S. campaign to assert itself as a Pacific power, um, Hu Jintao said that the Navy should accelerate its transformation of modernization in a sturdy way and make extended preparations for military combat in order to make greater contributions to safeguard national security. Based on our effort to assert ourselves in the Pacific, 
Um, I didn't do the Chinese accent there because I did an Asian accent the last two weeks, and I feel like I don't want to pigeonhole one group and just doing an accent. And for the last two weeks, honestly, I'm very sorry for what I have done in the past uh, two weeks uh, for the, doing the Asian accent. So I'm not going to do it this week. Okay. Um, so I'll make that clear. Um, I just feel like stuff is start- starting to heat up, man. I feel like the world is an episode of The Bachelor, and we're heading to commercial. You know what I'm saying? We're really cooking up the drama now. Coming up, the most dramatic last week on Earth yet. Why did I say that like Casey Kasem? This next country moved up two notches to biggest pain in our ass. China with Hu Jintao. I'm Casey Kasem. The world's fucked. The world's not fucked. I mean, we'll we'll be fine. You know, I just feel like we're entering 2012. As you may know, not the Mayans' favorite year, at least in their opinion, not a great year. And um, it's definitely going to be interesting, an interesting year in the history of our planet. We're, we're heading one of two ways, it looks like. Maybe enlightenment and relative peace. You know, we're seeing continued rejection of oppressive systems in the Arab world, some, some peaceful revolutions. Even the Occupy movement here in America, which is awesome. Mostly, it just has the word pie in it. Who doesn't love pie? We mentioned earlier, we even started fucking pies in this country. So we're very connected to pies. Um, or we're going to head into an obstinate, stubborn-headed, old-thinking, dumb fuck fighting and destruction plan. So, uh, you know, what do you say we choose the second, the uh, first option, the non-death option? If both are options, I'm just saying, why the fuck would you choose the destruction one? You know, can we just meet in the middle, perhaps? Can we stop being aggressive, selfish idiots for a second and do what is best? And what might save the lives of everybody on the planet. You know, Rodney King got it right. Can't we all just get along? We can. We can. We don't want to. Because it's not as dramatic. It's not as fun. We like to avoid simple truths of how to solve our problems. We avoid them like like the plague, man. You know, here's a simple truth just right there. The plague is a dangerous thing. I would avoid it like the plague because it is the plague. But I bet politicians would even argue that one. They'd be like, we need the plague. To get rid of people who are not plague resistant. Which, that's probably true, but... I mean, you don't need to get rid of non-plague resistant people. Just keep them away from the plague and everybody could be happy. You gotta keep it copacetic. Keep it... Keep it chilly palmer. You know what I'm saying? Um, this next story. Talked about a lot of serious things so far, but... This one, man, I don't know what to say about it. I don't know. (sighs) Brooke Mueller, arrested. Charlie Sheen's ex-wife, arrested. You know, um, she got arrested. She got found with coke, a lot of coke on her, and assaulted somebody, and she got arrested. Listen, this would be fine. Do coke if you want. But she's a parent is the only thing, of young children. Charged with the custody of custody, the custody. She's charged with custard, and custard's delicious, and so is pie. But I digress. But isn't obvious fucking sense when you're in charge of young children? I don't care if you used to be married to a famous person. You don't get special rules. You're in charge of kids. You're coked up attacking people, and now Charlie Sheen has to take care of the kids. You know you have failed as a parent when the fucking courts say. Your kids now have to go stay with Charlie Sheen. He's the better option for these children. 
That guy wasn't reliable enough to stay on a comedy show. Now he's in charge of vulnerable lives. Parenting, duh. Parenting, I'm a super parent rock star from where? Where my kids go? They've been missing since I've been ranting? Got it. Fuck. Let's go find them. There'll be more Charlie Sheen news later on. We'll discuss Charlie Sheen a little bit with Andy Dick. I'm sure they know each other. Um, both have in some ways similar comedic careers slash checkered past. I'd love to discuss with Andy what he thinks of Charlie Sheen. And Charlie Sheen made a big mistake this week. A big mistake involving Justin Bieber and the general public. Um, we'll get into it. We'll get into it shortly. Like I said, things are heating up. Our next story is no exception. Russia's anti-government protests are growing and growing. Anti-government protests in Russia, not a very common occurrence. I'll be honest with you. It's a pretty strict, uh, populist control country, historically speaking, um, under the iron fist of Vladimir Putin for a long time. Yes, a few years back, he gave up the presidency to become prime minister and let, uh, Dmitry Medvedev become president, but really just, that's just for show. He's still the guy calling the shots. He wanted to create the illusion of democracy. But like I told you in our first podcast two weeks ago, he's going to be taken aback. It's already a foregone conclusion. He's going to win the election for president again, coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, and people are pissed. People do not want to be told who their president is, even in Russia. These revolutions are kind of springing up and, um, he wants power back. He wants the main, he wants the title and the power. He's like, it's not enough for me to have power. I also want to have title. Damn, it's amazing how pinpoint accurate that sounds to what Putin sounds like. Don't ask me to also do a Medvedev impression because they will be identical. But um, it's also very accurate to how Putin sounds. Um, but there's been these big protests because last week in the parliamentary elections, um, the United Russia Party that Putin and, Med- and Medvedev are the heads of, um, they did win again a majority, but barely a majority. And there's widespread accusations of fraud. They believe there was huge ballot stuffing and voter intimidation, and it was totally rigged election. And still, they couldn't rig it so much that they just barely won a majority because so many people are revolting against this uh, tyrannical rule of this party that d- doesn't really give the people a choice. And they're protesting thousands of people in the streets. And um, how did the government decide to respond to this growing protest? Concede a little bit? Treat the protesters with respect? Uh, not exactly. Uh, Russian current president Dmitry Medvedev, Putin's right-hand boy, took to his Twitter account and said, and I quote, and I will do it sans Russian accent so you really understand what I'm saying here. He said on his Twitter, it has become clear that if a person writes the expression party of swindlers and thieves in their blog, then they are stupid sheep getting fucked in the mouth. You understand what I'm saying? He just called protesters sheep who get mouthfucked. That is what he called the opposition to his party's rule. Mouthfucked sheep people. I don't think that's accurate even. I feel as though they probably just have their own uh, opinions and aren't aren't mouthfucked sheep animals. I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong. Who, who's to say really? But um, that's a pretty embarrassing post. And they, of course, are now claiming that they didn't. he didn't actually post that. They're claiming, oh, somebody took, hacked his Twitter account, right? They pulled a wiener, understand? Wiener posted his wiener. Medvedev believes protesters are sheep, okay? Uh, it's obvious. Don't try, you gotta own it. We'll be talking actually a little bit later. I think I mentioned about, uh, 
a mistake Charlie Sheen made this week on Twitter. I'll be curious to get Andy Dick's opinion on it. Andy Dick's coming on in about five minutes. Um, our guest in studio today. Um, wonder if he knows Charlie. Wonder what his thoughts are on it. Um, but this next story is, uh, one of great importance. And it's with regards to the classic television show, Friends. The Friends Sofa, everybody. It's up for auction. It's hitting the auction block. And auction experts are expecting it to only go for four to six thousand dollars for the Central Perk main fucking couch. That's way low for a television iconic piece of furniture. Uh, I hope it goes for more. If there's any justice in this world, I hope it goes for more. I will definitely keep you posted on this story as it unfolds. The couch story. Not the couch itself. Even though couches do sometimes unfold. Transforming into beautiful butterflies. I mean, uncomfortable beds with super thin mattresses and shitty metal poles in your back that make it very difficult to get a good night's sleep. Ruins your day the whole next day. But I don't believe the friend's couch did unfold. You know why? Because uh, Gustav or... What was his fucking name? Gunther. That guy was a dick. He would never allow you to sleep there. I doubt it. Like I said, Andy Dick coming on in five minutes. Um, I got a requested story to cover. From at Curly Joe on Twitter um, to talk about the Lamar Odom trade. Now, first of all, you don't need to really request topics. I cover everything that happened on the planet, so it's unnecessary to request things. I would have obviously covered it. But Lamar Odom was traded from the Lakers, and people want to know how does Khloe Kardashian Odom, his husband, wife, what is she? What is she? The husband? She's the wife, right? Um, what does she feel about it? Well, she's sad, guys. She's really sad and took to her Twitter to say this, and I quote, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah. I'm no uh, religious expert, but I'm fairly certain God doesn't give a shit that Lamar Odom was traded from the Lakers to the champion Dallas Mavericks. I don't think he gives a fucking shit. But she continued, she continued on her Twitter saying, life is not always fair. Sometimes you get a splinter, even sliding down a rainbow. I never heard a more absurd quote because first of all, show me one person who has ever slid down a fucking rainbow. You can't get to them. They're far. I bet if you did get to them, your hand would go right through them because I think they're more like ghosts. Aren't rainbows ghosts? I don't know if that's true, but you cannot slide down them. And if you did, they'd be magical and slippery like a slide. They wouldn't give you splinters. Everybody knows that. So don't be such an idiot, Khloe Kardashian, with regards to your rainbow comments, if possible. Um, I'd appreciate you to step that up. Um. Something else I'd like to step up is our leaders not being fucking idiots. Um, Obama and the Democrats are trying to pass a payroll tax extension so middle-class families who are struggling will not get their taxes increased. The Republicans, the GOP, are very anti-tax increases for the rich. You'd think even just to save face, they would say, also, of course, we're not going to be for any tax raises for the poor and the middle class either. But no, they're fighting it. Of course they're fighting it. They want the payroll tax cut to be tied to an oil pipeline. They want to extend an oil pipeline if they agree to this, okay? Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois 
the assistant majority leader for the Democrats in the Senate, um, said that this will be a savings of $1,000 a year for the average Illinoisan. $1,000 a year that the Republicans are holding that hostage and using it for political dice. $1,000 a year for the average Illinoisan. And by the way, Illinoisan has to be the worst name for a state person because it combines two shitty words. combines ill and annoying perfectly. They're Illinoisan. I feel like I would want to be called an an Illinois guy or something like that, you know? But um you know it and also in, in, in this too, in exchange for the tax holiday to still have get revenues, the Republic uh the Democrats rather only want to tax people who are making over a million and a half dollars, which is just one percent of the job creating small business owners the Republicans claim are the job creators, and that's why we can't tax them. It's less than one percent of them. And um by turning this down, they're turning turning down tax cuts for working families. They're turning down saving jobs for teachers, policemen, firemen to build back some of our crumbling, shitty infrastructure and potholes that are all over the damn place. And they're saying, fine, if we'll extend this tax cut, we want a fucking oil pipeline. The Keystone Pipeline is what it's called. They said he needs to be tied to it. We give you help for, for people who are struggling. Give us oil. Only if I can suck oil through a straw. I want a metal straw going from Canada to Texas. I want to suck oil through it. Then I'll help people out. Um, sounds like I'm making that up, right? Sounds like that's absurd. They would even tie it. Why would a do-nothing Congress try to multitask? I can't do two things at once. This Congress can't get shit done. They're tying random, unrelated shit to other shit, important shit. So if you think I'm making it up, let me play you a sound clip from this Sunday's Meet the Press, okay? The first voice you will hear is Dick Durbin, the Democrat, assistant majority leader, explaining what the Republicans are blocking. Then the host, David Gregory, mentions the oil pipeline, and you will hear Lindsey Graham, the head of one of the leaders of the Republican Party, not denying it. Please play the clip. So in order to protect that uh, 1% of small business owners okay. and to protect the 1% of taxpayers, they are turning down a tax cut for working families. Senator Graham, Republicans in the House are saying that if you want this tax cut extension, you got to do more. And they talk about the Keystone Pipeline. Let's show the map of this. This would be an oil pipeline that would be extended. It goes from Alberta all the way down south, and the dotted portion there would be the extension. Environmentalists are opposed to it. The administration says, no, we'll take this up after the election. Does this have to be part of the equation to ultimately get a payroll tax cut extension? I think the House's package that does extend the payroll tax cuts has a lot of things I would support, like the pipeline. Uh, Boom, the right there. And- like the pipeline. Yeah, I'll help it if we'd like. I want to suck oil through a straw. I'm not a fucking liar, guys. That's the raw proof right there, okay? You know, if you were a human being, even if you wanted to save face on television, Lindsey Graham would say, of course not, David Gregory. That would be ridiculous to tie oil to this ship. But no. That's not what they're doing, and um, they're holding true to their selfish ideals. I think at a time like this, you have to quote one of the great poets of our time, Vanilla Ice, when he said, All right, stop, collaborate, and listen. That's what our Congress should do. And Obama is taking this theme, taking this theme of the distribution of wealth and the unfairness that has been the situation for so many poor and middle-class Americans lately – and had a huge speech this last week. Um, 
people are comparing a lot to Teddy Roosevelt's famous new nationalism speech, which he also gave the same place Obama did in Kansas. Here's an exact quote Obama said. He said, for most Americans, the basic bargain that made this country great has eroded. Long before the recession hit, hard work stopped paying off for too many people. Fewer and fewer of the folks who contributed to the success of our economy actually benefited from that success. I am hungry. Where can I get a picnic basket? That's an exact quote from the president of the United States. All the way through the picnic basket part. Look, it's a great, it's a great speech, sir. I agree with it. But why are we fighting for this shit now? Why'd you kowtow to the credit card companies and the Wall Street execs and punish no one who put us in this place? Hmm? Hmm, Mr. President? If that's even your real name? Is it? Justin Bieber sang at the White House this week at a big Christmas party. President was there reportedly rocking out, rocking out to the Biebs. Weeks before Christmas, first of all. Look, I'm okay with certain of our favorite celebrities being at the White House performing. Why does the president always have to be there? Doesn't he have an enormous amount of shit to do? If you look at the economy and unemployment numbers and wars and emotions like terror we are fighting, it's pretty obvious he's a little behind schedule. Three years deep in the term already. I just host a podcast that talks about all this shit, and I barely have any free time at all. I don't have time to masturbate anymore. I haven't masturbated in weeks, three weeks. I haven't masturbated. You know how much sperm is building up? Just reading these news stories and talking about them for an hour. He's trying to fix this shit. You understand that? He's golfed this. During his term, thousands of holes. Romney put out an ad criticizing that. Fairly. He's golfed thousands of holes. I have not been able to find time to go to driving range once in four years. About a year and a half ago, my father and I went miniature golfing glow in the dark. He beat me because I'm rusty. I haven't had the time. How does he find the time for this shit? I do not understand it. He's dancing with Justin Bieber, taking vacations, going on Leno, giving his NC2A bracket picks, having dinner with his family every night. Look, I get the family values are important, sir, but I'm sure if you miss dinner occasionally, Sasha and Malia would understand. Mama, why isn't Daddy at dinner? Well, he's saving the world, sweetheart. Now put that, put down that dessert spoon. Getting a little thick. She's very into fitness, Michelle Obama. Very, you know, I'm sure a normal conversation at the dinner table. You've had a little too much dessert. A little too much ice cream, Sasha. Just because you girls are precious does not mean you should look like her. When it comes to your booty, Beyonce knows yes, Gabrielle Sibidet no. Be bootylicious, not booty precious. That is an exact quote from Michelle Obama, by the way. It's an exact quote. Ron Paul this week had a very interesting suggestion based on that. He said that if he were president, he should get paid what the average worker in the country makes, $39,336, the median salary of an American worker, not the four hundred grand the president makes. Maybe if our politicians got paid shitty teacher salaries, they'd actually have passion for the job and not be money, line, pocket, asshole, fuck people. That's an official political term. Okay? I can't repeat it. It would be inappropriate. But one good news that on Twitter, at last man eating, pointed out to me. We reported last week he's going to take a 17-day Hawaiian vacation coming up, and he announced he will postpone it if need be until the payroll tax gets extended. Obviously, he was shamed by this podcast last week on Earth. 
Um, Andy Dick in one minute coming up. Also, speaking of Justin Bieber, I don't understand the, the fever at all. I don't get the Bieber fever. I don't know what people love. He's young. He looks like a girl. He looks like a miniature Martina Navratilova, if you ask me. America is being swept by a different fever, Gleber fever. That's what's hitting the nation, all right? And when my guest Andy Dick tweets about his appearance repeatedly, for me, it will go even higher. Um, by the way, the show hit number nine again last week. Thank you for your support for listening to number nine on iTunes and comedy and number two on Stitcher and Top Comedy, right behind Joe Rogan's podcast. So thank you all for listening. Um, you can tweet at me, at Ben Glebe, to ask me any questions or share your thoughts about what's going on in the world, and we'll cover it next week on Last Week. Um, sorry, we'll cover it next week on Last Week on Earth. Gotta love the echo. Second, we're, next week we need to get a auto-tune, but the echo is fucking great. Um, and I'd like to take a minute to actually really talk seriously about our sponsor, audible.com. They're today's sponsor of the show. And, um, if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash last week, you can get a free book download. You sign up for a free 14 day trial. You get to keep the free audiobook for as long as you like. Um, they're supporting our show. We got to pay the bills. Please, if you can support them, it's free for you. So don't be a dick. Don't be an ass. Just go on there and support them. Don't be an ass dick. Go on and support this. Get a free book. I just recently downloaded Thomas Friedman's That Used to Be Us. Very interesting book about our current state in the country. You can get download audiobooks by celebrity authors read by themselves. Bill Clinton reads his autobiography. Very interesting section I was listening to where he talks about when he was kicked out of the his bedroom in the White House when the Lewinsky scandal came out. He's like, man, I was leader of the free world. But I was sleeping on the couch outside my bedroom. Hillary wouldn't let me sleep inside. Very interesting to hear it direct from his mouth. Also fun books, pop culture books, Chelsea Handler's books. One of uh, Are You There? Vodka Me Chelsea read by her. You can get New York Times on there. You get one book for free, so don't be an asshole, okay? Audible.com. Sorry, audiblepodcast.com slash last week. And now we take a break from the events of the last week as my guest joins me. After we talk for a bit, my guest will join me for even more news from the last week on Earth. I love the echo button. Um, please welcome to the studio a comedic icon, a hilarious man, a brilliant comedian, a notorious man, Mr. Andy Dick. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Great. Congrats. What week is this? This is week three. You're my third guest. And you're already number nine. Isn't that crazy? And number two on Stitcher. That's right. That is crazy. Pretty ridiculous. That's good. You know, I knew you were good. Remember Thank when you. we used to play poker? I do. Loft? Yeah, that was so much I fun. I said, you got it, kid. Yeah, a few minutes in, I was making you laugh, and you were like, there's something about you. You mm-hmm. got you got it. Yeah, you said it in that weird voice, and I was like, why are you talking weird? <laughs> it was so weird, that voice you started doing. You got it, kid. Remember what you used to have in your loft? I don't know if you still no. have. The, I don't live there anymore. Oh, you don't? Time. No. You moved. I, I moved. I live with my ex and my kids. But what did I have? What? You had this like jar up on top by like all these breakable oh. mm-hmm. vases up on your- About 20 feet up. There's like, yeah. You had a, about 10. Uh, there are those weird little vases from the 50s and 60s. Right. Breakable glass vases. Yeah. And in the middle, you had one, one bucket. You have a bouncing ball. It wasn't a bucket. It was a, it was a vase. Oh, one it of the vases. A clear vase. And then, and I'm talking, they were real thin. They look 
They almost look like bongs. Sure. So the top is only a couple inches in diameter, and we're talking 20 feet up. Yeah. And we had little rubber bouncy balls. Very bouncy. Yeah. <laughs> so bouncy. I love God the bouncy damn. balls. Right. And you, you, we would, we would play a game where you, you'd have to try to throw it and get it in that tiny little opening. Yeah, you and, could bounce it in. You could mm-hmm, bounce you told, it. You could throw it. You could do whatever you want. It was near impossible. It, it was it practically impossible, but there were about 15 balls in there. Yeah. People got them in. I watched. You can't them. get them out after. Well, you could. You'd have to get a ladder, get up there. And, um, I think one vase broke. Yeah, I, there's a I bunch hit a of vase on the bases. side. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a very implausible and practical way to play a game in your place, but yeah. that's the way you roll. I love it. And you, you told me I would never get it in the vase, and I'm, on your first time there, and I was like, I was determined. And I, for the next hour and a half, I just kept throwing bouncy balls, and you never did. Never got no, it. No, it's all, it, it's virtually impossible. But yeah. if you if you came back and you and you did it for over a week, you probably would. Well, now you don't live there anymore, so I don't live there. Game over. You just dash my you hopes. You lose. Yeah. Why do you live with your ex? What, what's that fucking plan well, about? Well, first of all, I get along with her very well, and uh-huh. we're almost, almost best friends. Yeah. Um, and then, but I'm there for my kids. You but, know, Lucas lives on his. You know, Lucas. Lucas that's, Dick. That's how we met. Yeah, a very funny young comedian, but dear friend not, of mine. Yeah, he's not a kid anymore. He's twenty. I don't even. What is he? Twenty four. He's twenty three. It's your own son. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> but, um, no, he's great. We just had lunch yesterday. He lives with his girlfriend. Do you know that his girlfriend that he lives with, her, her roommate back when they were going, cause now they live together, but back when they first were going out, uh, her roommate, I started dating her roommate. Of course. <laughs> so I'm about to turn 46 and her roommate was, I think, 22, 23. Yeah. And Lucas didn't know that I was dating his girlfriend's roommate. So one morning, we both kind of wake up. I'm in the kitchen in my underwear, and he wanders in, and I'm just there in my underwear. And he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing here? I'm like, morning. That is hilarious. I'm dating your girlfriend's roommate. You should have turned to him and said, I'm also banging your girlfriend. Yeah. Oh. Just to mix it I up. I think I did try early on <laughs> before they were going, because I, I introduced Lucas and... It's a long, involved, boring story. Did she shoot you down? Lucas's girlfriend, your son's girlfriend yeah, shot you yeah. down. Yeah, and, and the way she shoots me down is um, if ever I even just touch her, she says, Daddy! Oh! And I'm like, oh, come In a way, that could be hot, sort of. No, it's so Not creepy. a good daddy, a bad daddy. Gross. Yeah, bad daddy. She turns to you, she's and, like, and I could be your daddy, because, you know, she's my son's age. So Right. Uh, so I, I moved in with my ex to be with my other two kids, my son, who's 17, and he, he's, he's 14. Very, I'm sorry to say. No, my, oh, my daughter is 14. Okay. My daughter who's 14 and my, my son's having, it's, it's good that I'm there. Let me just say that. You and why? leave it at that. Why is it good? And okay. You want to leave it at that. Yeah, Do you enjoy being a father? Yeah. I love it. It saved my life. Is it too much responsibility ever or does it pay in the ass? I'm, I'm afraid of it myself. You are. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what you make of it. You know, well, first of all, are you dating anyone? No, I wouldn't say that, but well, then I guess it's not really an option for you right you now. You can still be a baby daddy, my friend. <laughs> well, I am. I never yeah. did marry. There you go. Yeah, so what are you her. giving me like Ozzy and Harriet advice when you're like you have all these unwed <laughs> well, you're kids not running around? Dating anybody. Well, I'm casually dating some people. Well then you can just casually slip it in and casually get someone pregnant. That's what I do. I'll ask, can I slip it in? And a girl will be like, No, I'm like, what if I do it casually? <laughs> I have a girl that I'm dating right now that wants to have a baby. Mm-hmm. with me yeah and i'm i'm at, now that i'm about to turn 46 
and I've, I've, you know, I hate to use the phrase, but been there, done that. Yeah. I'm ready to, to do it again. I think I you might, are. I might just give her what she asks. For. A fourth dick child running around. I might. She's a good girl. I really like her and I admire a watch or some particularly shit. enjoy having kids. I like it. My yeah. kids are the sunshine of my life, the apple of my eye, the the other Stevie the Wonder lyrics. The warmth. They warm my cockles. Well, of course. I don't know about that. No, right? but like in a, just because that's where they came from, way. Yeah. Yeah. Like in they, a place of origin. At one way. time, I guess they were warming up my cockles. Yeah, absolutely. But now they just, I love them. They, it, oh, look at that. The Glebe show. How oh, did yeah. you get that made? Oh, that's an old neon sign for my old, uh, na- you had a show? My old National Lampoon talk show back oh, in the I day. I didn't know that. Oh, that yeah. really looks cool. Thank you. Just so the listeners get a sense of where we are, where I guess I'm assuming this is your apartment. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. nice. You know, Thanks. it reminds me of a bunch of places I, I've lived and <laughs> I might live in a place like this again. Sure. It's, it's not younger, bad. I like poor. it. It's right off Hollywood Boulevard. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Don't tell them the street. Well, I you know well, I don't no. think you're going to be, they're going to be storming down here. <laughs> you under. Let us in, man! Lieber fever, Andy. It's, <laughs> it might catch on. Hey, let me tell you something. I cannot believe you're number two on Stitcher and number nine on iTunes. It's phenomenal. Isn't that crazy? Congratulations. Thank you very much. I think, uh, you deserve it. You're Thank very, you. very funny. Thanks. And I saw an episode of Chelsea Laley recently, a couple weeks ago. That bitch really fucking gets down on you. I never noticed that before. Ah, What's what is up her fucking little crack? She enjoys what is, what is up her cranny? I've never looked, so I can't say. But something like why does she she doesn't get down on anyone else? No, she does. Like, she what, has several because well, I never really watch. I saw this one episode where yeah. she was on your case. Once in a blue, she gets on my case. She has a few characters she really likes to hammer me, Joe Coy, Franjola. Uh, Brad Wallach. She has I don't don't know anybody else's name except you. And that's because we play poker a bunch of times at my house. Now, uh, are you on that? I saw the premiere of her show. I think it's called After Lately. After Lately. And, uh, I saw it and you were not on it. That disappointed me. Thank you. Are you on it going to be on it? No, they, they asked me, do you want to be one of the leads on this show? I'm like, ah, not interested. No, I have not been asked to be on it. Oh, (laughs) I wanted to sound cool for a second. Well, you would just sound stupid if you. I would be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they put you on? I don't know why. I think she might really not like you. (laughs) (laughs) That's possible. Because 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 you're not on that, and then and she's getting down on you. Like true. She's just kidding. But no, she's kidding. She. But then why aren't you on the show? Because I that show needs you. Thank you. No, it really does. Thank you. I'll tell you what. It's good that they're not. I've got some things in the works, so don't worry. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Some really nice things. You're my number, Andy. You know I do. Nice. You know, I've had a bad couple years. Um, <laughs> no, I really have. I, I don't want to get into it, but there's, it's, it's basically, and I haven't been able to talk about it, but the, these problems that have been, you know, just kind of festering and yeah. just, they're, they're legal issues. They're, they're, they're about to go away. So I'm in a much better mood. I'm in, well, a, that's in good. I'm in a, a great place to be able to start working again. Don't you have I a trial have, coming up? I haven't been able to, to work in, in two years and no, I did not. Okay. So, uh, how long am I on this show for? Like how long? A couple hours. No, no, no. No, I'm kidding. Like an, I don't know, another 30 I'm minutes or so. Going to go meet. Do you remember Brett Butler? Of course. Remember her? Of course. You remember her show? Grace Under Fire. That's right. Yeah. Can you do her voice? Oh, hi, everybody. I'm Brett Butler, and I'd like to say <laughs> that I gave birth to Miley Cyrus. No one knows that. <laughs> it's a perfect. 
bread butter. pretty good. Thank you. She sounds like, uh, like, like a southern man. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I like her a lot. I think she's great. I'm meeting up with her. We're going to talk about stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, let me just ask you one question about your trouble since you, you brought them up. How's your sobriety going? Cause I know you're phenomenal. Really? Mm-hmm. Totally sober, stone cold. Completely stone cold sober. And I have the paperwork to prove it. I, it's not even, uh, court ordered. I, because no one ever believes me. Right. Like, right when I said it, I, I see it in your eye. I see right. that little, that little twinkle. Like, yeah. oh yeah, right. You almost want to wink at me and go, stone yeah. cold sober. <laughs> right, Andy? I hid my weeds so it wouldn't tempt you. Oh, well, it doesn't tempt me. I go out with people who drink. I hang around. I do not hang around people that smoke pot. I make them go outside sure. or I walk away myself. Because the smell wafts. Well, not because of that, because I get drug tested twice a week. Twice a week? Per my request. Oh, I go really? to therapy twice a week and uh, I go to, you know, other anonymous uh, meet type meeting situations that is... You know, not, we don't talk about that on the level of press, radio, or film. Right, right. But, uh, so, but the therapy really helps. And in my therapist, who's an addiction specialist, uh, I asked him if he could, you know, I have to pay for it. Right. And I get, uh, I, I pee in a cup twice a week. And like I said, it's not court ordered. It is all for me to be able to say to you, I'm sober. And, and then it's mostly for studios. Right. So that when they, so that, so that I'm insurable and I can say, and when they say, really, Andy? Right. I can say, yeah, really, here's the fucking paperwork, you fucking douchebag. Yeah, then you're getting aggressive and they're like, well, you're getting aggressive, please leave. <laughs> and then they say that to you and they're so And I say, not. you know what? Fuck you and yeah. your job. That's right. Exactly. Make my right. Own, you know, I've had to make my own job since, since the Andy Dick show. Since I, since I got arrested Hilarious the very show. first time. Thanks. And ever since then, my company, Polywog, has produced every single thing I've been in. In fact, I'm doing this podcast to promote my current project, which just came out. I don't Please know. tell me. Well, do you remember Division Three Football's Finest? Yes, of course. It is out now. It's out. Yeah, it's out. It's on video on demand only right now. Video on demand. So like, uh, what's it called? Time Warner. All the cable companies have this thing. You know, video on, on demand. demand. Yeah. You press on demand. You press buttons. And then you have to buy it. Are you... In the movie, you play a football coach, a Division three college football coach. Which is so Your natural strange. fit for this. Well, obviously not. I mean, it's so <laughs> not me. It's right. the way Marshall Cook, the director, thank God for him. He wrote the part for me, and he is my... He's my, he's the second coming of Judd Apatow because I worked with Judd Apatow on the Ben Stiller show. Yeah. And then Judd throws me a bone here and there. I was in Funny People and <laughs> right. I was in Knocked Up. You know, I've got tiny little cameos, mm-hmm. but I, I found a new Judd Apatow in Marshall Cook and the guy, he, he, he gets me. He, he, he knows we have the same sense of humor and I just hope that he continues to direct and, and put me in, in his movies because he, this movie is how he describes my character. It's the part that you never knew you always wanted to see Andy Dick play. It's nothing like, you could ever imagine. And the weird thing is, it's right on the tail of the Sandusky scandal. Oh, yeah. Do you know? I heard an interview with him. I, it was like an interview. With, how do you say his name? Sandusky? Sandusky. <laughs> I think it's Sandusky. Oh, is he Asian? He is. Sandusky. 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 Uh, those are the boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like how you boys. No, no, he, no, there was an interview with him. It was like over the radio or something. I, so I can only, I don't even know what he looks like, but I saw, uh, the words on the screen and you could hear his voice mm-hmm. and 
he said something to the effect of, well, yeah, there was, you know, there was some horsing around right. in the shower and, you know, there was some towel whipping. Right. And I do, my character does that sure. in the movie. I shower with the guys. <laughs> I whip them with towels. Of course you do. And there's a couple other things, but, but it's not, it's actually not at all the same story because there's, there's nothing about, there's no sexual yeah. scandal if it in, were, my, in my movie. If it were a sex scandal, it would not be the comedy you're looking for. <laughs> no. But it there would be is the a Jerry Sandusky but, story. Right. Exactly. But, but it's so, but it's strange. It's slightly strange that it comes out right when this is yeah. going down. People say, how did you make a movie about the Sandusky scandal Very within fast. 24 hours? Very fast. Right? Yeah. We work fast, but no, the, um, you know, there is scandal because my character, it, it looks like my character, tr- uh, tried to kill a whole, uh, peewee team by, cause he gave him GHB because he thought it was growth hormones. It's, you gotta yeah, yeah. see the movie. You gotta so see your movie. character, it's not, he's not doing anything inappropriate with, no, with it, young kids. He just tries to murder them and give no, them date rape but, drugs. No, but he's not even doing that. He just is out of his mind and he doesn't know what's up. He's out of touch, out of his mind. He's, he's a product of the sixties and seventies like me. Sure. And I related, cause I don't know a fucking damn thing. I don't know football. Yeah. I just don't know it. And, but I do understand being a person that, you know, I'm 46 and, and things I do that were completely fine in the sixties or seventies or growing up when, and I was in, in the eighties, I was in high school in the eighties, you know, like things that you, you cannot say certain things now. You can't do certain things. You just can't. You really can't do anything. Well, yeah, it's a very politically correct era we are oh, in right now. It's, it's, it's does not, I don't, uh, do well in that, in this climate. I prefer to, uh, move to a warmer. <laughs> this petri dish, whatever you would call, whatever I am in this petri mm-hmm. dish, I'm shriveling up and dying. You're a shriveling, dying speck in a petri dish yeah. that is political correct society. Yeah. And it fucking sucks it's balls. Not, it's not working for me. Right. It really isn't. And that's why the last couple of years I've, I've been, I've, I tried to retire. It didn't work out. I mean, you know, I also did another movie with uh, Crispin Glover. I play his brother. It's called Freaky Deaky. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, based on. He's a, not a normal person, Crispin Glover, <laughs> huh? He's he is odd, but but he he's awesome. Okay, he has a castle in Prague. He has right. the hottest girls. He's really <laughs> super fucking. Prague. He really does. He's a super cool guy, and and he's just like, you know, he's strange to talk to, but in a way, I have loved him since The River's Edge. And he makes these books, this art. He makes art with, like, he re, he, I guess he buys the rights to this one book called The Art of Rat Catching. Mm. And then he draws in them and then republishes them with his drawings, like doodles and scribbles. It's, well, yeah, you know, as you he's would. He's like me. He's like a performance artist, but he does something different. He does a one man show with his slides. And how, how tempting was it when you hang out with Crispin Glover to say to him, get your damn hands off or biff? <laughs> How tempting is that? Well, see, uh, that is, that's not how I know him. I know him from, you know, practically kicking Letterman in the face. Right. Like that kind of stuff. But, uh, and, and that's why I like him. I, yeah. I really like him. So anyways, I did a movie that was with, uh, Charlie Mathau as the director, Walter Mathau's son, who they look very similar, by the way, which was odd. Well, not um, he's, he's a son. It's not that odd. 
What? Genetically, they're no, but very I mean, like, no, it's just odd because you feel like you're being directed by a young Walter Matthau. Oh, sure. So it's like, you know. Andy, what I'd like you to do next is pull your lip over your head and swallow. You know what I'm saying? So that I did that movie, and you know I've been working. You, I really would like people to go and buy Division Three Football's Finest. Yeah, and please they, watch the movie. It yeah, looks please, hilarious. You're gonna love it, and if and if you don't get to see it on video on demand, or you don't have video on, on demand, we're gonna have and I, and you're completely welcome. I hope you come to. We're gonna have a premiere for the release of the DVD January 12th. Oh cool. At the Arclight. I came to the first screening and remember the print didn't work or something or didn't show up or something. Oh yeah. It was Tyler. Yeah, fucking Tyler. Obviously it's him. No, no, but you know, then and you didn't you didn't make it to the second one. No, I didn't get to go to the second one. Well, then come to the premiere. It's a red carpet and all that jazz. And is everybody listening invited? Uh yeah, but they'll forget. Totally. But, but it's January twelfth okay. at the ArcLight. It's free, I'm guessing. Right? Premieres are free. Uh, I think anybody can just like bum rush inside. Just come and then, you know, I'm gonna just guess it's first come, first serve. So there's five hundred seats and it's January twelfth. Bring Chelsea. I will ask her. She definitely does bitch. whatever I ask her to do. Yeah. I I did her show no, I know she hates you. No, I she, did her she show loves me. I did her show early on when when no one gave a fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't get guests, and I did it a number of times, like help trying to help her drum up, yeah, any kind of interest in yeah. the show because it was it was a flop at first. But to this day, she thanks you for no, the success of the show. She, she credits you with give it. A shit. I ho- but I hope she remembers that I was coming on because I would like to come on and promote Division Three football. Yeah. Can I get that echo when I say Division Three? Mm-hmm. Division, Division Three football's finest. Yeah, that was that, that was nice. that was hot right there. I like that. Let me ask you a question. The guy who tests your your pee two times a week, how does yeah. he know that it's clean? Does he does he drink it? I I was wondering if he can te- you know tell with the taste. I, you know, um, yeah. I, I've I, yeah I've made a million jokes about t- 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 taste testing and I never heard you do those jokes. Are you saying I still had jokes? I didn't know that. No, no, to just to oh. my therapist and to the guy. Do you ever bring in like they, weird fake pee to fuck with them? You can't. Like if you did, you would have to warm it up. Somehow, because on the cup, they have one of those, like, you know, like a mood ring. It's like a piece of tape yeah. that tells you the temperature of it. Well, it's easy, Andy. You bring one of those, those like, well, they could just snowstorm hand warmers and just put it under it while you're peeing. Heat it up right <laughs> quick. There's an idea. Look, how about, how about if I try this? Just don't drink or use drugs. Says Andy Dick. Why don't I do that? It's a great message. That's a good idea. Do you know that you one time, and a few minutes I want to go over some more things in the news with you because it was an insane week and we got to cover some of it. I'm not interested in the political. No, I know that. I covered all the political, most good, of it good. out of the way. Boring. Although but, you had it, you, I was interested, the way you put it was interesting. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. What, what, what did you want well, to talk about? Well, two things. One was, I don't know if you remember this one time, but one night at the improv years and years ago when you were not sober. Okay. You, um, you, and Jeff Ross were on stage together, and you guys showed your asses to the crowd, and then you showed your penis to the crowd. Oh wow! And Rita, the manager, calls me. I was producing Comedy Juice at the time, and and uh-huh. she pulls me over and starts yelling at me, "How could you allow this on your show? Did you allow this? How I was getting yelled at for your penis? Really? Like I was the protector oh. of your penis? Well, I, well, my penis thanks you. Yeah, and that sucks for you. And I apologize. No. That you had to, she should yell at me. Yeah, I don't want or you yell to yell at Jeff Ross. You don't even need to apologize because I didn't 
I told well, her I don't control his penis. That's what I exactly. said. Exactly. It's not. It's not your fault. Do I, I control mean, your penis? So, tell everybody now. No. If, if I do, if tell them. Well, I'll tell you what. You have a major say Thank in you. Uh, what goes that's down it. with my penis. But that's it. You don't control it. Not a majority interest. Forty nine percent. Right. You, you've got. You've got some. You know. You've got. You've got your hand on it. <laughs> got my hand on the situation. Yeah. Uh, what, I loved the Andy Dick show. I thought it was brilliant. I loved it too. My favorite thing you did though, I thought was hilarious. Which I don't even know if a lot of people even got it fully, was oh. the assistant. Oh, I loved it. You did this people, fake reality show. There was a manager that wanted to manage me just last year that, that, exactly, it's a fake reality show. He right. thought it was fucking people real. People think it was real. Yeah, everybody thought and it was You're really real. hiring an assistant. You're acting like the biggest dick in the well, world. You're why? making because them do horrible challenges. That was a true hybrid where it was real because if you ever have seen the movie Quiz Show, mm-hmm. The um the rules the laws that um concerning uh, any kind of game show be- yeah. because there are prizes involved and right. money involved are very very strict. This was a true game show. Yeah. The, Melissa who won ultimately she did win a car. She won a car. She won a whole wardrobe and she got a job at MTV. Now the guy that came in second, Mark Rogers, he actually became my assistant just because that wasn't. One of the prizes. He got the booby the, prize. The he second got the place. Dick, the Dickie prize. The second yeah. place prize on was, the show to be your assistant is to become your assistant. Yeah, but it wasn't nobody really wants that job or why? It was by default. He, I just really liked him. <laughs> right, I just okay. really liked him. But anyhow, so they could not interact with me off camera. The only interaction I could have with uh, the contestants was had to be on camera. And they had to – they could not know – what was real or not real. So basically, I was acting. Right. You were making I, absurd everything. rules, that making my house. mean shit. That wasn't my house. It wasn't my ex-girlfriend. It wasn't my current girlfriend. Uh, when I was sick and vomiting, that was just uh, split pea soup. Sure. Pouring out. That's not against the, 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 no, the you're, FCC you're allowed rules. You're to trick them and do anything you want sure. as long as it's all fair and every they're all in. They're all, they all don't know. You know, I couldn't, if I went to the side and said, let me tell you something, I'm going to throw up, but it's fake, and I favored anybody. Well, I would fuck it up. Oh, everybody would get in trouble. The yeah. production would get in trouble. And that was a Pollywog production. So was the Andy Dick Show, Pollywog. Because Division people three. weren't comfortable working with you during your... They still are. Pre- I still have to, I still have to produce every single thing I do. Pollywog produced the movie that I'm in, Division, Division three, 3, Football's Finest. <laughs> Huh. See, I got, I got him now. You're yeah, good. I even was, I want this guy. He's not remember bad, my right? show? Oh yeah, the shit show. Oh yeah, I stopped that when all these troubles came up. I just stopped. Really? Well, I stopped because I don't want to do a show if I can't be free and talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. And uh, legally, I, I, I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. So how am I going to do a show and not talk? <laughs> Right. I had to just stop. I mean, you'd have to go back to like silent pictures. It's certainly hard for a podcast. <laughs> um, let me uh, move on if I can to some things in the news and if you would share them with your okay. thoughts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman this week, this last week was caught making meth inside a Tulsa, Oklahoma Walmart. Her name is Alicia Half Moon, arrested for trying to make meth in the store. They have surveillance footage of her six hours. She was in the store before security realized she was trying to make meth. Um, and she was too broke, apparently, to buy the chemicals. So she was using them in the store, mixing it together. And um, apparently she was mixing sulfuric acid with starter fluid when they caught her. 
Wow. Well, first of all, M- Melissa Half Moon. Yeah. Alicia. Alicia Half Moon. Yeah. Must, must be an American Indian. <laughs> so, you know, my brother, we, uh, we were both adopted, my brother and I. My brother is an American Indian. Sure. Cherokee. Whose isn't? <laughs> Once again. Most people. Are you part American Indian? No, but I'd like to be. Are you Jewish? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. You like the Jewish people? You know I do. Yeah, I know you I do. married one. That's why you're here. Yeah, my 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 ex is Jewish and my so my two kids are are Jewish. My dad was Jewish. So, uh Melissa or Ali, Alicia Half Moon, she should have stuck with the fire water. Yeah, first right. of all. <laughs> um so Yeah, and, and also I've seen Breaking Bad. It's impossible to make math. How, how would she? I don't understand. This doesn't seem real. You have this to be a high school real. chemistry teacher to make math. It's the only way you could do it. Are you turning into like World News or the Inquirer? This is a real fucking story. It's really true. She was arrested for that. The cop no, burned his hands. Have all those tubes and wires. <laughs> have a look. And why the fuck is Walmart she selling? Blinded sul- me with science. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Why is Walmart selling sulfuric acid? Is another question. It I don't must understand. be in something else, like it's in fertilizer, or it's it's part. It's probably an ingredient in something else that they sell. Sure, you know, maybe they, so. They're not just selling sulfuric acid. I'm sure. And the big ingredient in meth you need is like uh, whatever they have in like nasal decongestant, pseudofedrine or whatever. Oh, really? Okay, that's the big thing. Okay. I, well, I, th- I thought that was taken off the shelf, and I thought you had to have a prescription for that stuff. Well, either way. Uh, little old lady Half Moon should have should have just uh, been making fire water in her bathtub. It's right. probably cheaper. And Way cheaper. Does the job? Wait, how have you ever done meth? No, meth is speed. Is it right? Yeah, I don't. Speed. I guess yeah. Meth, yeah. So yes methamphetamine, no. speed. Yeah, I did. Uh, I have done speed at least two, three times. I'd hate it. It hurts your nose. Yeah. Well, I did it where. I did it like accidentally where I thought it was cocaine. Sure. And, and I, I didn't even bother asking. I just, one time. I snorted I, fun dip one time that way. <laughs> oh God. I walked into a room one time and there was, there was a pile, a white pile of white powder. Yeah. And I said, I just said cocaine <laughs> like a kid walking into a toy store and I just lined up a giant line, snorted it. And it was special K. Oh, yeah, that's now, good. No. No, that was very bad. No, it's a healthy breakfast cereal. What's no. wrong? <laughs> no, no, no. Ketamine. Uh, Ketamine. It's, uh. it's like a, I guess it's a cat tranquilizer. You know, I don't get the story right. I were don't you already, look it up. Were you already fucked up before that happened? Cause no. I, maybe I had, maybe I had, had, had a couple drinks, but I was, I was completely. I could have uh, been fucking anything. Could have been no, cat litter. I just assumed a giant pile of white powder was cocaine. That's, of course. That's how I grew up. You know? Couldn't have been anthrax. Couldn't have been fucking. No, it was a party and there was a small room and there was people and they were getting ready. I was trying to be the big shot. Like, I'll show you kids how to do cocaine. Watch this. <laughs> and I lined it up and I fucking snorted it up. And your ketamine, especially okay, you're just supposed to take a little bump right. and you, you kind of. You, it's, it's kind of like mushrooms or acid and you, you, have you heard of a K hole? Uh, no. I went into a K abyss. <laughs> I went into the biggest <laughs> fucking, I said, they said, Andy, you can't, that was special K. You can't, what are you doing? I could have died, by the way. I really could have died. You started blowing your nose real quick. Get it I out did. I was trying to get it out. I flushed it out. I was trying to get it out. I was freaking out. So what was the trip like? And what happened? It, I, I said, 
everybody get out of this room. It wasn't even my house. <laughs> I said, get out of the room, lock the door. And, and it was at a party. It was at a party. And I said, and then, you know, you, you can let people in one by one to talk to me. <laughs> it, I went into some weird thing and I sat behind you became the, the oracle. <laughs> I sat behind a desk and people came in one by one and talked to me. But I think I don't even know if I talked back. You're hosting a talk show while tripping balls on Special K in the back of this party in someone's house. My no, next I wasn't hosting is, a talk show. You're behind oh, oh, a desk. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're, oh, for yeah. all intents and purposes, yeah, 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 you yeah, were. Yeah, I was. I you were was. throwing pencils at no cameras. <laughs> it was very strange. Yeah, it's and and it lasted, I think, like five, five, six, seven, eight hours. Oh, fuck it's, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of the worst. Charlie Sheen this week, tough what, week. What happened? I don't know. Um, he tweeted. He was trying to direct message Justin Bieber his phone number. Brings oh. up a lot of questions right off the bat. Oh. But he accidentally pulled the Anthony Weiner and um, publicly posted his phone number to all the millions of his followers. No, oh, he might have. He might have. I know him, and he might have meant to do that. You think? Well, I have. I have a phone number that I have that I have not put out there yet, but I got it just. For that purpose. What is the number? 310. Nice. 455. Five. And then I'm going to save the rest for, because I got to have something for the shit show. Well, give us two more digits. Save the last two digits. No, because if I say the last two, you could, you could get the other two. It'd be like hundreds of combinations. Only get one or two calls, probably most. I promise you'd get it. All right. And uh, the other thing is, is the phone's not plugged in, so nothing's going to come through. I'm not going to answer it, so there's no. Point. So you're saving a a a big coup for your shit show for a number yeah. that will never be anything for anybody. <clears throat> no, it will be when I get the oh, shit when you show plug it going. in. Yeah, I just, all I have to do is plug in the the phone. Well, I guess there's no harm in saying it now. Say it now because Get I people excited. It's not ready anyway. Well, the number is three one. <laughs> Because I, I really got it for this purpose. Yeah. So why am I holding yeah. it back? Don't hold back. 310. You, and once again, call it. Nothing's going to happen. But it's 310. <laughs> and I have, I have a little commercial for it. I, I'm going to do the voice that I was doing earlier. It's that 1940s voice. It's a, give me a call. 310-455-4555. There it is. That's the number. There's the number. You, nothing's going to happen. Nothing until, will happen. Until I plug the How fucking phone. How exciting is this? I Nothing love it. Nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. When I when I start the shit show back up soon, and I'd love for you to be a guest on my show. Thank you. I'm going I to... I can't actually do it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I will be there. I will be there. Oh, Jesus. I will be there. I thought you were serious. <laughs> I, I thought maybe audible.com has you by the fucking... No. No, no. Audiblepodcast.com no, slash last week. It doesn't have you by the balls at all, but just feel free to download <laughs> there for free. Free book. Uh, I had some sponsors, and then I... I, I, what is that? Uh, AdamandEve.com. Oh, sure. They, they make, I guess, you know, sex big toys. Back black dildos. Sure. And, uh, whatever. That's the best kind of dildos. Big, big fat, black. And black. They have to be black. You gotta be fat what's, and black. Yeah, fat and black. What's the point? Yeah. You know, you just, you know, what, what's the point if it's not black? It's gotta be black as night. Right. Black as midnight. I feel like certain people I have one. use a black dildo just to feel like they're being with a black guy, but no, it's not. No, that, but that's what it it's has just a plastic to be. Toy, it has though. to be black. And the other thing is, I mean, black, where do you keep your? Black I've dildo? seen black cock, and sure. they're not sure. that. They're more like a brown or sure. beige or well, dark depends. brown or tan. No, there's. I've never seen a, a black. It looks like somebody dipped it in chocolate. So I have saying one. even like a super dark skinned black person has like more of a milk chocolate penis. Yes, yeah, that's what you're telling yes. me. I've seen plenty of black cocks. 
One time, mm-hmm. just so I could tell the story that yeah. I'm about to tell. Please. I did a line of cocaine off of a black cock. You did? Just so I could say that black, phrase. Black cock down. <laughs> that could be the name of that short film. That sex video comes out. Oh, God. So anyhow, yeah. my, when my, when my first week back, when I do the shit show, which isn't, don't worry about it. I'm not going to take over your, your slot nine. No, it's or, fine. Or number two. It's not going to be for a month or two, but, um, it's, I'm going to do this thing where I go live with the camera for 24 hours for seven days in a row. So mm-hmm. even when I'm sleeping or whatever I'm doing, like if I was here, I have the app on your for, phone for Ustream. Yeah. And I can go everywhere. I can just hold it like this and. You know, just just for it's just novel. Are you expecting to get viewers for this? For I don't 20? fucking care. I'm just trying to get the shit show back up and running. I like that a lot. That's all I have. I have, I have, I have a new show too, a TV show, but I can't talk about it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even ask, to be honest. Well, when when it is up and running, you're on it. That's Thank you very much. You. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. As long as I can do a line of blow off your big fat black cock. I thought you were clean, Andy. <laughs> I am. Because I'll be honest with you, you walked in here and your pee tasted delicious, and I thought you were clean. No, I am clean. Oh, and by the way, so you they, can do fun dip I, off it, maybe. I pee in the cup and they send it away. Oh, so the guy does not taste it. No, that was that was I was wrong about that. Yeah, they don't taste. That's, it. Yeah, it's disappointing. They send it away, and you know every. Ooh, I forgot to pee in a cup yesterday. Uh oh, that's weird. Mm. I have to request it. No, no, no. I did. I did. I did. I remember because they give you a cup inside of a Ziploc with a little tiny paper towel. It's Tuesday. Paper towels like the size of your iPhone. Yeah. And I'm like, really? What if I really spilled a lot? Because that it's to wipe up any kind of sure. drippings. Sure. Do you like that drippings? I do like the word urine drippings. drippings. The, the actual visual of, of urine spilling drippings. urine is less exciting to me, but I like the word drippings. I have a friend, Tim Walsh. He's my pian- he's my guitar player on the shit show. You're gonna say he was your penis? No. And he uh, has an autistic brother who's like 50 years old. And that's a word that he, he, he goes, you like that word? He, 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 get, he gets into his head and he goes, urine drippings. And he'll just repeat it oh, for an hour. Urine drippings. Sounds like Brett Butler. You like that? Urine drippings. <laughs> Brett Butler. And he'll just go. He has this great story, Tim Walsh, about his brother because – uh, cause the guy's 50 years old, so he's had to have like the, you know, the butt exam, the prostate, of course, of course. The finger in the butt prostate exam. I requested anyway. <laughs> and he, uh, was walking through a restaurant and the doctor that gave him this exam was sitting at a table and he's autistic, so he doesn't have boundaries. He doesn't know what's going on. And he just pointed at the doctor and said, that man put his finger in my butt. <laughs> that man put his finger in my butt. Doctor's in the back. He's like, yes, I did. You got a problem with that? I'm the doctor in this room. Uh, urine pings. drippings. Dripping boy. Urine drippings. Um, I like that. I do. Drippings. I love it. I don't know why you're so angry. I love it. I really love it a lot. Uh, other stories we have to get to because we're running tell out me, of time. Tell me. We're gonna. We're we gonna, got. We got. We're we're done with half moon. By the way, it moon. was a full moon just the other day. You I always about have you to showing watch your it. ass to somebody. No, no. No. It was a. It was an it eclipse was, of the moon. It was a real full moon and a lunar eclipse. Lunar yeah. eclipse. It was full moon, and there was no moon at all. Full moon, right? Interesting. Magic. The Chris Angel life. was involved. Chris Angel. You ever notice he's, he really doesn't? He's like he looks all impressive because he has this whole like Jesus get up and the and the leather and the fucking chains. But if you listen to him talk, he just sounds like a Jewish dude selling you watches in Brooklyn. He's like, how many times in the course of a week <laughs> do you ever see someone get their legs sawed off? Two times? Five times? Mind freak. Then this is a big <laughs> Jesus pose with lasers. With lasers, you forget how cheesy the guy is. 
you know, let me tell you something. You know, if you come here, and I'm I'm gonna make your eyeballs pop out of your. I don't know. I don't yeah. really know what his tricks are. No, he does. He's like he's like. There's clearly no strings here. Just don't bring the camera over here. Don't bring the camera over here. Don't cross this line with the camera. Yeah, other than that, me. other than that, let me tell you something. Back he's up. Like, just Woody back Allen. up five feet. <laughs> yeah, like, and another thing. Chris Angel mind. Wait, you got it again. Chris Angel mind. Mind freak. Uh, now, if you watch closely here. <laughs> I really, I don't really know. Who. That's awesome. Anyway. Is this what he sounds what, like? What are some of the other news? Items? Lindsay Lohan, two big stories this uh, week. Oh, wait, wait, but back to Charlie Sheen. That yeah, was the please. only thing that went down. Is he gave well, just out his, his numbers. numbers out there? Ah, yeah. Big fucking deal. Is Charlie a nice guy? He's really nice. Is, he, is he, he stable right now? He helped me get sober. That's during, that's, that's, that's odd. That's no, he really coach. did. It's really weird. It's weird during coaching less choice. Than perfect. During less than perfect. Not now. Oh, not I now. I don't think he's sober now. You don't think he's think he's back off Sober Valley Lodge? I would close for business. I wouldn't know. I, hmm. I have no idea. I don't talk to him anymore. I, I, I wouldn't, I would love to talk to him. He's a, he really is a nice guy. So you can call his number. It's on Twitter. <laughs> um, so Lindsay Lohan, two stories a week. Her Playboy cover and photo spread was oh. leaked early. Oh. Did you see the pictures? Oh, no. Are you attracted to Lindsay Lohan? Um, I, I have been. Yeah. But in the past. I liked but, her when she was thicker and redheaded. When she got blonde and super skinny, I lost interest for a while. Yeah. But the pictures changed hot. your mind. Like they, you're back on. They made my dick a little tense. You're back in there. In like so a wait, great is way. She, is she full frontal? Like no, you just totally see naked? like kind of like a little a, hint, but most just a titties. little bit of bush at no, all. No, no bush. Well, no, they don't bush do, these days. They don't do that anymore. No which is I, everybody that I go out with, guy or girl, I say stop shaving that. Bush. Yeah, stop, stop shaving. It. Stop. No, shaving. Andy, we had enough bush in this country. Didn't no, we? <laughs> right. Boom. I guess. Well, bam! You prefer pubic hair? Just a little bit. I don't like the shave. Just I don't touch I don't, bush. Just why? Touch it's like bush. gross to have it all shaved. And no, doubly. And I disagree. Uh, well, yeah, because you're how old are you? Twenty four. Thirty three. Oh, same you're thing. Same, same thing. thing. You're just a little kid. I know. You're a whole generation. You need it. Sh- and. I had a friend, I swear to God, it sounds like I'm, when I say I have a friend, I'm talking about me, but in this, in this instance, <laughs> I had a friend, where well, it wasn't me, and he fucked a girl. Sure. That had a shaved bush, but the hairs were just coming back in. Sure. And they fucked and grinded so hard that her stubbly little hairs scraped, uh, him, his skin, and, and, and what, it, it's almost like the little hairs were tiny little hypodermic needles injecting into his follicles. And he got this disease called folliculitis, which looked. Sounds hot though. It's, it looks like herpes. Folliculitis though. <laughs> folliculitis. Sounds really fun. Oh, folliculitis. You, like you, you, you would think you, you have herpes. It, 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 uh, I saw it. Just shouldn't it. have it such a sexy gross. name is all I'm saying. <laughs> We're going to go. Oh, and the other Lindsay Lohan story, by the way, she went on a trip to Hawaii. Right. And to get away from having to do press because the pictures were leaked to do Playboy press. And mm-hmm. she went to a party. She cannot avoid parties. And she had her purse stolen. Got it back a day or two later with $10,000 in cash missing. Now, firstly, <clears throat> who the fuck carries $10,000 in cash in their purse? Lindsay Lohan. Um, unless you're showing up. At a fucking 
location in the park to trade for your kidnapped daughter. You don't have $10,000. Give me back my son. That's the only time that you should no. have $10,000 cash. Celebrities, on if they on vacation, you know, maybe. 10000 cash? Uh, she doesn't have a credit card? Maybe she doesn't. She's not maybe known she's for fucking being able to she might keep have her bad things credit. recently. You, know, she, she, you just lost a backpack I saw on Twitter. Did I was going to say, I would rather have $10,000 missing than my fucking notebook. I have a oh, notebook that. That, that has so many, uh, Lyrics, because I've been writing songs lately for the shit show. I'm, you know, like, 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 I want to talk about trying to get that back up. Yeah. And, and it's gone and I cannot fucking remember. I don't remember the fucking shit. Like I, it's, it's gone in the ether. I and, put that shit in my phone now because you have, it backs smart, it up and it's good. It's still, you know, I, I, I miss be. writing on paper, but yeah, but it's I'm nice to be able to search shit. I search, you can search it and backs it up online. Up, but I thought you'd steal it, but I have like, I had to just start over. How much cash was in your bag when it got stolen? No cash, but I had prescription See? sunglasses. They, they, My point is, you had no cash. I don't not care 10, about the cash. In cash. Keep the cash. I wish there was ten thousand dollars, and I wish the script was in my phone, and it was the phone was in my pocket. I keep the cash. I did you see what I put on Twitter? Which which I said, what? hey Portland. Any word on my backpack? I really need my notes and yeah. my glasses and my props. Um, there's five hundred dollars in it for you. <laughs> so nice of you. If you were Lilo, you'd offer five grand. I should say ten grand. I just yeah. said and I'd then rather just give them five hundred. Um, you know, I'll retire. I really mean it. If they could give me back my fucking backpack, I'd be grateful. And I'd give them five hundred dollars. I'll but, buy you uh, back. When I say Andy. props, I'm surprised nobody tweeted back. What do you mean by props? Yeah, what do you mean by props? I wondered you- that myself. Yeah, why didn't anybody ask? I wonder what that meant. Well, I'll tell you. Tell me. I don't surprise nobody asked. I knew you I were wondering. I don't know what the hell that Because I didn't want to say what it was because it's a little embarrassing. Black dildo. Huge black cock down dildo. Chilling up in your backpack. No, it was, it was, um, about two or three blonde wigs for, well, my one man show. And that, that's why I didn't want to tweet it. That, it, they involve, I do characters and one of the characters I do is the Andy Dick character. Is that right? I start the show. With what, what exactly what you would think the Andy Dick character looks and sounds like and does. I do what you expect. That's funny. And then I, I break down and the show kind of falls apart and then it comes back together with, uh, what you would not expect because people have it in their head that I'm a certain way. I look a certain way because I'm on TV still. Turn right. on the TV and news radio is on right now. Yeah. And I don't look like that anymore. No. I've got, I mean, I, I literally just got my hair dyed a little bit, but normally I just let it go. Why dyed? You get, are you turning gray? It's totally gray. Really? Like, I'm like, uh, you're a gray haired man. I look like Anderson Cooper and Dr. Drew if they had a butt baby. Is Dr. Drew. <laughs> I look like that. It's possible they might one day. Yeah. Did is Dr. Drew genuine he's, nice great person? He's a very awesome. Or is he a little he's, exploit- he's not a little exploitative? No, you know, he's out there, he's helping people. He helped me. He's one of the few people that saved my life. He saved my life. Really? Yeah, I, I can't lie about that. He really did cuz I I've known him for 25 years. I've known him since before anybody identified that I have a problem. Notice I didn't say I did. Right. <laughs> but that, you know, when people started using those terms and doing this and labeling me. Pretending that, you had a problem, calling you names you know, like this that. This and that and, you know, diagnosing this or that. Or right. Trying to prescribe such and such, which, by the way, I've never taken prescription pills. Unless when it you was got for, everything else, why even bother? Yeah, unless it was for fun here and there, I, you know, for fun. <laughs> I but, never but except I never, once in a while for fun. For fun, but I would never. I, I don't. 
I never smoked a cigarette, by the way, in my life. Really? Never. You're um, a role we, model can we wrap this bitch up? Because yeah, I have gotta, to pee and I've got to meet Brett Butler. Yes, but we gotta like we gotta go run through the thunder round Brett of a bunch Butler. of topics fast. I'm can, can you meet Brett Butler. Can you hold your pee a little bit? No. Really? I have to pee right now. Do you wanna pause? Well, why don't you talk about the story and I can hear you? Your bathroom's only five feet up. That's true. <laughs> That's, it's not that big of an apartment. That is but fair it's, enough. Yeah, but it's cute and you got really great art. I'll do one political story while you're gone. And yeah, t- and I can hear you. So t- okay, good. Well, you can't hear the sound clip. Doesn't matter. Go ahead. Sound clip. There was two c- political ads this week while Andy Dick urinates that I would like to um, play you one of them. One was Mitt Romney had an ad saying he will never apologize for America. Obama apologized. I will never apologize for America. How is this even like an opinion people can have? I will never admit a mistake. What if he, what if what if America makes a mistake? By the way, listen. You can pick that up. What if America makes a mistake? You're not going to apologize? That's how shit crumbles, is you don't evolve and humbly admit mistakes. Shit crumbles. But that wasn't the worst political ad this week. Rick Perry had an ad that came out. And the Rick Perry ad, um, the, the Rick Perry ad, it was called Strong. And here was the full dialogue of the ad. <laughs> Here's the full dialogue of the ad. Let me know what you think. I'm not ashamed to admit that I'm a Christian, but you don't need to be in the pew every Sunday to know that there's something wrong in this country when gays can serve openly in the military, but our kids can't openly celebrate Christmas or pray in school. As president, I'll end Obama's war on religion, and I'll fight against liberal attacks on our religious heritage. Faith made America strong. It can make her strong again. I'm Rick Perry, and I approve this message. Okay, that is, first of all, um, the most ridiculous ad I've ever seen in my life. He literally says in the commercial, he says that there's something wrong in this country when gays can openly marry, but kids can't pray in school. Yes, dickface, because it's, we're supposed to have separation of church and state in this country, and gay people should be allowed to get married. Mm-hmm. Are you a Rick Perry supporter? Look, gays should be allowed to get married. I agree. And um and in the constitution, yeah, there's supposed to be a separation of church and state. So, so you agree. Well, that does he agree did he, did he say they no, should He's saying kids should be allowed to pray in school. I'm like, it's nothing wrong in our country. You well, can't pray in school. You, kids, no, you shouldn't pray in school. Well, kids are allowed to pray in school. I pray all the time. But not led by I, the teacher. I pray I prayed right before I came in this door. <laughs> For what? Oh, led by the teacher? Yeah, you can't have like organized prayer in school. Oh, was it organized? Well, he's I mean, saying it, he wants us to be able to be, become a much more Christian you know, nation and pray. When, I don't know if you had this growing up, but but did they still do that one nation under God and all that? Sure, they still do that. Well, that's kind of like a prayer. That Those two words, there was a movement to try to get those words out, and really? it was not removed. Really? Remember the uh, Matt Groening version of the of the Pledge of Allegiance? No, how did it go? He goes, I plead alignment to the snakes of the United Flakes of America and to the Republicans for which they scam. One nacho underpants with licorice and jugs of wine for owls. That was That's his thing. great. Matt Groening's great. I know you need to go, so we're going to quickly do our thunder round because you cannot cool. hear lightning. Uh-huh. We're going to run through some stories quickly for about five minutes, and you're getting out of here. Oh. Okay? okay. Do you have five minutes? Yeah. I, do, I don't mean to rush you. Just, you know. Text Brett Butler Brett and, tell, Butler, her and Brett tell her Butler. tell her you're running a little late, and then she'll be like, okay, Andy, no worries. Well, I already am Okay, running late. so We're moving. No, Move this is Andy. fun, and you're great, and Thank you know you. how much I love you. I love you too, Andy. Thanks. Your pee is delicious. 
Oh, it I is, should have saved it for you there. Oh, you should have saved some. Yeah. Could have given it the old Everywhere I go, I should say, hi, how you doing? <laughs> yes, I'm doing good. And here's a little <laughs> vial of my pee. You should Test do that. It yourself. You should do that. Thunder round. Go. You know it means so much. It's like thunder. Yeah. Knock on wood, a lot of shit more going down during this last week on Earth. Andy's going to run through Thunder Round style with me. Uh, just came through yesterday. Uh, new thing is, 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 is going through Congress pa- being passed that now the U.S. can detain citizens as much as they want, as long as they want, without probable cause. We'll get more on that story next week as it develops, but it's fucked up. Oh, I don't like that. I don't know. Right? That's bullshit. This is America. Yeah, they already do that with me anyways. <laughs> so, they put sorry. ankle bracelets on well, you. The last shit. time I went to jail, I was just sitting at Marie Callender's. This is like, it was like, <laughs> right? Just not, you know, like a year ago or whatever it was. And I, yeah, I had drank. I was, I had drank. Had a I couple was, drinks. Yeah, yeah. I think I really only had like four or five drinks. Sit. I wasn't, I wasn't being rowdy. I wasn't being crazy. I think, uh, I spilled my little basket of popcorn and then all of a sudden i had cops taking me in this brings up a lot of questions there's no popcorn in marie calendar so i don't you brought your own there popcorn w- no there was it, i was at there was a little bar at marie calendar oh okay and, i remember right into the bar they had a little popcorn machine yeah, yeah. Well, i don't know see they that. had a little basket of popcorn in front of me i can see that next story blagojevich former illinois governor rob blagojevich finally convicted 14 counts and is going or not 14 counts he's going to jail for 14 years who's this guy the governor of Illinois that tried to sell Barack Obama's Senate seat when Obama got elected president, he was taped by the FBI trying to sell the Senate seat for shitloads of money. And then be- his wife became a contestant on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. He started doing palm or uh, pistachio commercials and singing Elvis songs to make money and became this big – he had a blast of his 15 minutes of fame. He tried to sell his fucking Senate seat. He's going to jail 14 years. He is? Yeah. What is that called? Is that called treason? I don't know if it's treason. I think it's just serious fraud. And what's interesting about, about Illinois is a pretty corrupt state is the uh, story I read said that um, he, he apologized for his terrible m- mistakes. But this will be the longest sentence ever handed down to a convicted Illinois governor. There have been many convicted Illinois governors. Oh. It's just a corrupt state. And oh. and um, it's one of the longest sentences for any political corruption. Any political corruption state in Illinois history. Uh, Illinoisan coming right back at you. Well, Chicago is probably the original corruption town. Oh, yeah. Know, with, with, with all that, with Al Capone and all that yeah, crap. And, and the, and the mayor Kelsey Grammer. Uh, <laughs> um, another story. The Trump debate we reported last week. Some of the candidates were dropping out saying they weren't going to go in it. Now Trump himself just dropped out of the Trump debate. I don't even know what that is. Trump was going to moderate a debate for the GOP, oh. for the Republican Party, and everybody was like, no, we're not going to be in your stupid debate because you're an idiot, one. Two, you might run against us as an independent candidate, and we, why are we going to put ourselves through your bullshit and your birther yeah. shit? And he, and he ends up saying, I'm very proud of Rick Santorum and of Newt Gingrich who had the courage to come on my – it's not courage. They're the only idiots that wanted the extra stage time. Yeah. So that debate's canceled. Good. Kate Gosselin's ass hurts. Why? I don't know. It's the whole story. That's all they wrote. No, it's not. That's a, all she wrote. She's complaining. I do not like her at all. She's complaining. Mm-hmm. Every Christmas, my ass hurts. I have to sit down there on the ground for five hours wrapping all these gifts for so long, wrapping all these gifts. Uh, that you're, is, you're that's the, news. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, your fame came off these fucking kids that you're exploiting. You're complaining having to wrap gifts for them. If I could just get fame off the kids and not give them gifts, that would be ideal. 
That's her beliefs. It's uh, fucking bullshit. Rosie O'Donnell got engaged. Congrats to her. Her her girlfriend's real pretty. Michelle Brown's real hot. Real pretty. Fifty percent of their couples really hot. Yeah, she's honestly thirty percent to be. She's really pretty. accurate. And Rosie's in such a good mood lately, right? and just because she's getting laid. I wonder how Rosie's oh. ex Kelly Carpenter feels. Oh, which is a great lesbian name, by the way. Oh, Kelly I was Carpenter. on Rosie's new show. I did a little. Oh, really? Bit. I just did a little back when I was doing my tour for my movie that I just. Uh, yeah, my movie. My movie that I just... The movie that he just my did. Movie that I, Division, Division three, 3, Football's Finest. <laughs> uh, we went on a 20-city tour and showed the movie, and they did, did a Q&A after. And one of the stops was Chicago. Is that right? And then uh, I didn't know that Rosie had this new show that she does in Chicago at Oprah's, Oprah's studio, and all her whole setup there is yeah. gorgeous. There's, Why is she shoeless um, in the ads for the fucking new show, though? <laughs> I don't She's Rosie O'Donnell's feet and all the bus ads. She is shoeless. Uh, shoeless Rosie. Shoeless Rosie I O'Donnell. Didn't know that. Oh, so, yeah. but she. she totally she's happy. She's free Good. and happy because she's getting some hot young poontang. Right. That's exactly the way she probably refers Lezzing, to it. Lezzing out on us. That's right. Only two more stories before we uh, wrap this thing Hurry down. Um, War Horse, big. Uh, holiday movie coming out. It's a war Spielberg. movie. Spielberg movie. Not a horse. I'm not going to see it. Right. Fo- of all the war stories, cares. who gives a shit? Unless you are a horse, do I, not see I'll this tell movie. You what. I'll tell you what. If the horse fucking talked, <laughs> I would go <laughs> see it. I, I miss a- my boy. <laughs> I got to get out of here and find him. Hi, <laughs> Mister Red. I can't. I don't. I can't believe that like, Spielberg must just be like running out of ideas. It's like, <laughs> let's, it's gonna be a war movie, but get this, it's about a horse. <laughs> like I can't. I can't even believe it. It's retarded. And idea the poster is—it's so gorgeous. But the and there's there's a kid next to it, but it's the horse. The horse man lit up, and there's an orange sky, and it. It's, it seems like a fucking joke. Like, I wish I still had the Andy Dick show going, because I would definitely do a, a, a parody. Of it. Oh, yeah. of, it wouldn't be a war horse. It would be, I don't know, a war. The war doll. turtle. <laughs> well, it'd have to be something that they really... War goldfish in a bowl. No, it has to... everywhere. No, it would have to be. I mean, my... my goldfish! No, it has to be a, an animal that really is used in war, like a carrier pigeon. Well, or goldfish something. are used in war. No, they're not. Have you ever That's seen... That's where our comedy... That's where there's a rift. You're in a foxhole. You don't throw goldfish at people? How frightening when the guy's flopping for his life and freaks out the enemy and you shoot him. No, I'm thinking like the pigeon, you know, because they really probably still maybe possibly use carrier pigeons. They still use pigeons? Well, I think they still use canaries in mining. Yeah, right. They do. When the canary sings, get the fuck out. No, when the canary dies. Oh. (laughs) I don't know what the canary rule is for mines. Well, I've never it, been breathes, a it breathes in the gas, and if it dies, then... Oh, I thought he was like a watch canary. Like, ah, get the fuck out of there. No, he's not a watch canary? <laughs> What's the next story? Bro? Okay, the next story, uh, before we do our little wrap down and a couple Twitter questions, is Jennifer Aniston this week. Uh, um, Jennifer Aniston oh, by now. Men's Health Magazine declared sexiest woman of all time. Oh, I agree. You agree? Of I, all time. I just, I just have never gotten over. When we were doing news radio... Yeah. She was doing a show. They were just starting Friends, by yeah. the way. First of all, when we were doing the Ben Stiller show, she was doing a show also on Fox. I can't remember the name of it. It was a, it was another show like the Ben Stiller show. If you look it up, you'll see. But it was a um, it was a sketch show. So they had two sketch shows on Fox at the same time: the Ben Stiller show, and then this one that is forgettable. 
I forgot the name of it, but she right. was on it. And I remember she did a parody of a, of a, of a, a commercial for, for running shoes. And I thought, Oh God, that girl's so fucking She's hot. hot. Then I'm doing, news, of all time, then I'm doing news radio and she's doing friends and the cast of friends came over to visit us and I was smitten and I, and I thought I had a chance. Really? I really did. Did you make a move? I, I thought I'm going to make a move, just not right this second. And then I, and then it never happened. I just <laughs> then never, Brad Pitt swooped in. Yeah. And I don't think I would have. It happens, Andy. I know. I know. It happens. Would've. You know, um, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I still, and I, I, I honestly believe this, that I still have a chance with Jennifer. Anderson. I believe I do because men get sexier. They get it's true. cooler. It's true. And my dick ain't shrinking. No. And she's just getting older and probably, does she have any kids yet? No kids. She wants one. I'm ready for it. Okay, nice. Remember? Because I'm ready to have more kids. You want to give it to anybody that asks. You just are very no, generous with your kids. No, not anybody that asks. Just your current girlfriend and Jennifer Anderson. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm very discriminatory. <laughs> nice. Um, couple plugs at Andy Dick on Twitter. Follow him. At Ben Glebe, follow me. Ask me questions about the show. I'll read them on the air. I'll be on Chelsea lately tonight. I, I read all my tweets and I respond uh, promptly to. Sure you do. You know if if there's something interesting or even if somebody says something nice or something. Oh, and I block. You know that. You block? I don't I, block anybody. I block like crazy. I because I don't need. So you got to be careful with your feet. I already have enough negativity. Like I, right. I get my own negative thoughts in my own head. I wish I could fucking block those. Yeah. But if I have somebody else coming at me with bullshit, yeah. blocked, motherfucker. Sure. Block like, the shit and out I of love them. that power. One one button and they're go they're out of my world. Yeah. I don't need you. I like the abuse. It you makes me question ass. myself. Well, I don't know. You might not. At some point, I'll probably not be into it. Feel the power. Okay. Get into it. I'll start blocking Block people. one person. Okay. If you feel weirdly Jewishly bad about it, yeah. unblock them. Unblock them. Take it back. Maybe it's because you're Jewish. I'm sorry. Like, I took oh, it back. I feel so bad I about blocking I do feel bad. I do feel bad. But they so fucking... I get guilt. They crapped on you. I know. Block but those they, fucking assholes. I still think they care. Fuck no. Um, I will be at the Irvine Improv December 20th, Comedy Juice, 22nd of December, Comedy you Juice, run Pasadena. Comedy Juice? I started the company. And I, I never knew that. Yeah. And I uh, so still and, have and, a hand and, in it, but I don't and, book it anymore. And, and um, they told me that I was not allowed back in the improv, and I never knew why until you told me just on this podcast. Oh, I, ne the, I never really? knew why. I, yeah, because I, I must have been in a blackout when I showed my ass or something. No shit. Because I don't remember that at all. I'll see if I can get that removed for you. What, my ass? Your ass and the block. Oh, the block. The improv yeah, block. Yeah, tell them to unblock me. Uh, I'll be at the, Hol at the Hollywood Improv Comedy Juice December 28th, Wednesday, before the end of the year. Good for you! <laughs> <laughs> Buildings in Montana, end of January. February early, I'll be in Edmonton at the Comic Strip. Um, coming up, go to BenGlebe.com for dates. My first officially released stand-up album called Ben Glebe Live from the Vortex coming out next month or so. Produced by Margaret Cho. Look for it on iTunes. And um, Wait, you have an album? Yeah. Produced by Margaret Cho. Oh, yes. She just called me two days ago where she texted me saying, can you please replace me tonight uh, at the Mint? And oh, really? First of all, I had lost her number, so I did, I'm like, who's this? And it was it was Margaret. <laughs> well, no, because I, I know her Margaret. very well. I've known, I her for, her. I've known her for 20 years. Yeah. And, and then she said, this is Margaret. What the fuck? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I lost my phone. Okay. 
but what show? And then I couldn't make it to replace her in the show, but it's that guy, Josh DiDonato, who is also a friend. So, so. I have no idea. Well, and I don't even know why I told that story. I like that story a little but bit. But she's nice. Margaret's love, fucking I amazing. Um, quick question from Twitter. Somebody said, uh, I asked people on Twitter, uh, there was a weird thing in LA today where water was falling out of the sky. Anyone know what it was? <laughs> And a couple funny responses. One person, uh, Jenny Witham on Twitter said, God's way of trying to drown the pedestrians who take their sweet time crossing while I try to turn left. <sighs> that's a crazy get person. get so mad in their car. It's way too fucking angry. I, I got angry today. And I'm like, what? You I, did? Really? Yeah, but it's like, it, it's like. Even in your really? sober state? Yeah, well, that's probably why. But, but it's like, why do we get so angry? Like, so what? Like. Haven't you ever been in your car? You're the one driving and you know, you might just space out for half a second. Then everyone's honking at you. It's yes. Like, just fucking relax. settle down. Relax. You're in your car. You have music. It's not like you're in like a torture chamber. Yeah, fucking it's only out. when somebody, it, I got mad today because I was in such a hurry to get here. It Thank took you. me an hour and 10 minutes to get here. And I got it. I was getting angry at people like, don't you know I have somewhere to be? <laughs> no, they don't know. They I don't got care. Last week on Earth to get to, goddammit. And they don't, they, 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 there's nothing they can do anyways. There's somebody in front of them. There's a light. There's this. There's that. They're spacing right. out. It's Ooh, unnecessary. Fuck. You're stressing really your own is. life out. It, it makes no really, fucking sense. I, uh, road rage is unnecessary. What the water from the sky was, Julie Jeffco or Ju Jeffco said wet smog. Funny. That's good. It's a good LA joke. Like and somebody said, Miss Mandy Max said, the East Coast throwing water balloons at you for sending us the Kardashians. <laughs> I like That's that. Cute. Yeah. I can see that. Somebody asked a question for you really quickly. Oh. Somebody said, um, how does it feel to have the surname Dick? It's the Y F A O. It's hard. It's a hard dick name to have. It's hard. Sure. I don't know. You know, I grew up. Well, I grew up with people like you. Um, which means what the the joke writers oh yeah because i was such an easy target so (laughs) i i I got into comedy accidentally yeah that name people yeah the the, they just made fun of me and i'm like that's That's actually fucking funny and then (laughs) and then i became friends and then i became friends with that guy who made a funny one and then suddenly i'm just hanging around all these funny people (laughs) and to this day it's the same thing actually so actually it's a perfect name for you in that respect yeah oh you're still bitter a little bit no, I'm, I'm bitter that you, that you made it sound like it's a perfect name, cause I am a dick. No, because it made you a comedian. Hey, let's move on. Cause it made you a great comedian. You know comedian. what? You're a fucking dick face. What did you say? <laughs> That's ass my true dick. last name. Earlier dick in face. your show, before I was on, you said, don't be, don't be an ass dick. Yeah. I said, don't be a dick, and I felt bad. I realized they, they, it's your name. Yeah, yeah, so they I, said, don't be an ass. And then you said, don't be an ass dick. <laughs> That's a funny, that's, I, that, that should catch on. Don't be an ass dick. Why don't you change your name to Andy Astic? Well, then I thought, you know, my dick is an ass dick. It is. Oh, it's a good point. Sometimes, you know I mean? sometimes, yeah, sometimes, not it's always. Fantastic. Somebody asked you, JR3MS asked you, what baby kangaroos feel like when they're on heroin? Soft. <laughs> Very good answer. You like that? Um, I'm going to leave you guys with this song from the Jay-Z, uh, Kanye West, Watch the Throne concert that I just um, went to. They did this song seven times for the encore. And like what? I mentioned earlier, seven times. They just times. kept doing the, the same, same song, song over and over. The same song That's over and over again. That's psychotic and weird. It's I... really, but it was kind of amazing. And since Kanye, I explained earlier, gave us permission one time to use the N-word for the context of the song, I'm hoping it's okay because it's the name of the song. I will leave you with one of my favorite songs from the Watch the Throne What's album. What's it called? Niggas in Paris. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with this song. And um, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And uh, until last week, next week. This has been Last Week on Earth. Thanks, Andy. Division 3, Football's Finest, my movie. One more time. <laughs>
Oh. Division three football's finest. Good night, everybody. See you next week. First niggas gotta find me. What's 50 grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Fall so hard, this shit crazy. Y'all don't know that don't shit face. And next we go, 0 for 82. When I look at you like this shit crazy. Fall so hard, this shit weird. We ain't even pro be here. Fall so hard since we here. It's only right that we be fair. Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com.